Welcome to Adulting License. This is a podcast about our journey growing up as we create a safe space to chat about literally anything. Relationships, friendships, mental health, self-care, career, you name it. And who are we? We're best friends, but unfortunately, we don't even get to live in the same city. We're living thousands of miles and various flights away from each other. But we've been through the good, the bad, and the ugly together. And now we're gonna share it all with you. Welcome to another episode of Adulting License on Scene Media. Joining me today are Angie and Dawn. How are we? Happy New Year, by the way. Hi! I just actually had a full day of work, but I'm still, still so keen to be here with you guys. Like, I can't believe we're actually on our second episode already. That's so surreal that we're doing this podcast together. And also, it's going to be 2022 by the time this goes up, I think. So, Happy New Year's, everyone! Yay! Yeah, I'm doing super great as well. And I'm super excited for the new year and also to do with this podcast today. Great! I hope you guys all had a great time during the holiday with your family, friends, and loved ones. So, what are we talking about today to start off the show? So, today we will talk about love languages, a topic that has caught a lot of attention lately. I love this topic! Like, tell us more about it. In a nutshell, there are five basic ways that we communicate our love. Based on a book by Gary Chapman, we all give and receive love in five different ways. This includes words of affirmation, receiving gifts, physical touch, acts of service, and quality time. So, before we dive deeper into all the details, what are your love languages? So, for me, I've always been a words of affirmation person. Like, I constantly need a lot of validation and reassurance or I would overthink everything. But recently, I think um, (laughs) physical touch has also uh, become... extremely important to me (laughs) that's really interesting though because like given that you were in a long distance relationship before i would have like never thought that physical touch would be so high up there for you Mm. i know right Mm. yeah um mine's also words of affirmation um like it would make my day if they just simply send me a cute text or like you say dawn I also need reassurance and validation, especially for my loved one. And of course, it always melts my heart hearing how much they love me. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, all Asian kids, for some reason, have words of affirmation as their love language. But I think it's just because of like, you know, like how our culture, we don't actually like verbally express our love and pride, Mm. but rather we do it through action. So it's like, you know, like how our parents just like sometimes randomly bring us cut fruits every day. (laughs) Yeah, it's like that. Yeah, (laughs) that is really cute. And I really miss that now that I think about it. I miss that so much too. Like when I was still living at home, sometimes mom and I would have like a huge fight and then five minutes later she would bring in a plate of fruits, but she obviously was not talking to me, but it, it, was, it was her way of making up. <laughs> well, Mia, I also cut fruits for you. <laughs> Oh, I missed yeah. that too. Yeah, you did. You did cut fruits for me. I was so sick and you took really good care of me. I miss that so much. That's so cute. And it's been so long since we could fly back home to meet our families as well. So hopefully 2022 will be the year where COVID finally lets us live our own life again. Yes. Cheers yes. to a better year. <laughs> 
I can't wait to see my family again. I miss them so much. Um, but anyways, Angie, what are your love languages? Um, for me, I've always been a very high physical touch and quality time person. Mm. I think those languages go together really well, actually, because like when you spend a lot of time with someone, you have the capacity and possibility to touch them more, right?、Mm. Anyways, I'm like <laughs> super touchy. Like、yeah. we can do nothing all day or like completely different tasks, but I just need to like touch. It's like one finger touching your arm or like anything. <laughs> yeah. If, like even if we go to sleep. And we face the other way. Our butts need to touch. Like I just need that little, that little connection. Yeah. Oh my god, I love that so much. That's so cute. <laughs> um, I think for me, besides words of affirmation, physical touch is also a close second. Um. Okay. So I have a question for you guys. Since we all have physical touch on our top choices, does the urge to physically touch? Another person apply to everyone or just your partner or friends? Um, <laughs> um I mean, um, um, okay, wait, no, not like everyone. Like your consent, you know, you need yes, consent, consent to yes. Um, but like so, so not everyone. But um, the urge to touch. Okay, I feel that with the phrase, the urge to touch sounds so weird, but like. <laughs> To be able to like physically be in close proximity and have like a little touchy touchy with、yeah. a partner or friend is like it's always there for me. Like、mm-hmm. I don't know why. I just、mm-hmm. I just feel like I have to.、Mm. I get but, like、you. not in a weird not know, not in a weird kind of way. way. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> in a cutie cutie little way. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Like from a partner, yeah. Like I love getting a quick. Hug or a kiss or anything like it just makes you feel like very squishy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Like, but the reason why I asked that question is because I realized if I feel comfortable enough with someone, I would definitely um skinship a lot. You know what I mean? And they don't necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and they don't necessarily have to be my partner or family member. And I don't know if like I'm weird or not. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like now that I think about it, like I do touch my friends, like just friends, a lot, but not in like a lovey dovey kind of way. It's more like I'll turn around, give them a quick punch or like a pinch or something. Like that's my way of showing love. Like I, I want to、yeah. hit them, but like friend, friendly hit them, not、yes. like abuse.、And、yeah, it's like it's like it's like when you're comfortable enough with someone, it just comes very naturally. Like you don't exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, I I completely agree. That's adorable. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's. I think it's also very easy to make you know the other person fall for you when you you know touchy touchy、um, with them. <laughs> ex- excuse me, like wh- what do you mean fall for me? Like I do not want to date all of my friends. Okay, not yeah, all of them. Yeah, please only, you know. explain. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> what do you mean fall for me? <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Um. Yeah, but sometimes I also feel very suffocated if someone touches me all the time. Like, for example, <laughs> my sister, whose love languages is definitely physical touch, and she just can't stop but like touching me literally every second of the day. And oh my gosh, I'm telling you, we've had so many fights because I got annoyed and tell her to stop, and she'd be like, "You don't love me. You won't let me touch you." But like, you know. <laughs> You know,、oh、she—it's kind of like she expressed too much love through her actions, and it's like she squished me because she 
you know, apparently love me so much, but like it literally, <laughs> it literally like hurting me. But like I get that, you know, it's a way of expressing it. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm-mm. That's the same thing with my mom. Like especially when I'm sleeping in the morning, cause she wakes up like very early, right? She wakes up like six a.m., seven a.m. And oh. back then, I used to sleep until like eleven a.m. ish. She'll always come into my bed, and she's like, "Oh, I want a little cuddle." And I'm like, "Mom, I'm literally just trying to sleep." <laughs> but it's it's cute. But I'm just like, it's cause so you know, like, when you're already in like deep sleep, you just wanna like you know just lie there and sleep and not. Be bothered by anyone? <laughs> yeah, but she yeah. just makes. She just like... comes in. I'm just like, my dreams get interrupted. I was having like <laughs> a few episodes lined up in my dreams. It was nearly season finale and stuff. Well, that's but no, so cute though. She mom... woke me up. No, but for me, it's like mom would just if it's in the morning and she wakes up very early as well, like six a.m. Like your mom, she would just come in and like mm. stare at me, and I don't know why, but like in oh my God. within my deep sleep that I'm dreaming, I would feel like someone is staring at me and I would like oh open my, my eye and then she would be right there that, in my that face. That is scary. <laughs> it's scary. That is actually just scary. Yeah. And it was, you know, look before, I actually had like sleep paralysis dreams where <gasps> I thought my mom oh my was spying on me to see if I was on my phone at <laughs> yes, night same. so she would confiscate oh my, my phone. Oh my god. That yes. Like, what the hell? That's so same. creepy. Like mom would just spy on me to see if I'm still awake on my phone or not and she would always scare me to death because of course I was always oh. awake <laughs> yes yes okay. i remember those high school days living with my yes. parents oh my god i could oh. like i could not stay up after 12 a.m like 12 a.m that's the maximum that's, you that's can go. like out of that jail jail time yes i'll like exactly. sleeping straight curfew. to jail <laughs> oh my good god times. good times yeah shout yeah. out to mom and dad who are listening to this love you guys <laughs> Asian parents and the strict parentings. Yep. <laughs> so, on the topic of this, do you think that love languages can only be applied in romantic relationships? Um, I think. Okay, actually, I think love languages don't apply to just your significant other, but also like every single relationship in your life. For mm. example, like I value quality time a lot, right? Mm. And that also applies with my friends as well. We can just come over to one another's house. Just like nap, do our own stuff, whatever, or going to uni together. Like we study completely different subjects, mm. but we just need to be there together. It's like you have company, you keep them accountable, and yeah. it's just like nice to have like spending that time together. Mm. And for it's sure. some, for some reason it feels more productive as well, studying with your friends. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, it's like we're pushing each other, and it's the same thing if you go to the gym with your friends as well. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my. God. God, yeah. It's actually just like peer pressure though, because like you see them performing, you see them like yeah. actually doing stuff, yeah. and you're like, I have to be just as productive. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah, yeah it's that's literally true. just peer pressure. Yeah, but like, po- <laughs> but like positive peer pressure, and it's like you're there for each other. Mm. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think that's so true. I think love language doesn't just apply to your significant other. Um, and because mine is words of affirmation, I always really appreciate it when my friends write me letters. Um, I would literally, Aww. yeah, <laughs> isn't that cute? Um, yeah, it's so cute. Yeah, I would um literally prefer that than an actual gift. And I think it's also a good idea to 
you know, let your friends know your love languages because it would make your relationship so much stronger. Like for mm-hmm. example, Dawn, <laughs> she knows mine <laughs> is words of affirmation, and she literally wrote me an essay, nine pages essay for my birthday. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. That is insane. It was insane. Did I was she like, handwrite it or did she type it? She typed it, but like, oh my god, I've okay, never. Okay, thank God. That was like honestly <laughs> one. Of the, yeah. That was like honestly one of the best things that someone has ever done to me, and I was like crying when I read it, and I was like, oh. <laughs> "I love you so much." <laughs> yeah, well, I think it helps that my um, love language is also words of affirmation, so I also express love in this way. Yeah, 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 and mm. yeah, I agree. Like, I also think like the receiving and writing the cards is also the best part of um, getting a present. Yeah. Absolutely. So I definitely think love languages definitely works on every type of relationships, and that was just a cute example on my end. <laughs> that is very cute. Yeah, I don't know about like how I feel about letters though. Like I do love letters, and I know that Dawn she does like literally writes the best letters ever. Like I remember she when does. I left um for uni to go to Australia, right? And she gave me the cutest, longest letter I've ever received in my life. And it was handwritten. Aww. And I kept it. Oh, I think she gave it like one day before I actually went on my um plane to like fly here. And I read it on the plane. I was just like sobbing and crying and came yeah. here. I was so homesick Aww. because of her. And I still have it today as well. And I just love it so much. That's so sweet. Yeah, but then I can never like actually give a good handwritten letter to anyone because I just <laughs> I just feel like I don't express my love through letters. Because mm. like um, whenever I start writing, I'm just like, ew, that sounds hello cringe <laughs> and weird and super super cheesy and mushy. Like I because like you you know like how I express my love for like punching people and like tough oh love. Oh my god, tough so yeah. love. Oh like oh my god you're the sunshine of my life and then i'm like okay that that is just not me i can't do that sorry uh-huh. oh my god but i think that's... it's great that i i know that and that for example when you when i left for germany you actually gave me a presentation uh-huh. and i thought and i i know that's how you like prefer to express your love and I loved that. Mm. That that is so that's sweet. so cute. Because <laughs> like for the presentation, I kept it like very short and simple. Like here's a photo of you. Here's why I love you. Here's your good trait. That's it. Like I'm not gonna go into details. You know, like you know, you know the meaning behind. It. That's all you need to know. Because I feel like if I write too much, I just sound stupid. So I'm like, yep, I'm gonna refrain myself from doing that. <laughs> keep keep it simple. <laughs> yeah, to the point. Exactly. Like, honestly. I feel like I used to cringe at myself all the time as well when I write these like cheesy, cringy cards. But at one point, I just learned to like embrace it and almost kind of got immune to it. Like <laughs> wow. I think people actually Teach appreciate cheesy ways, and mushy. Yes, <laughs> people actually do. I feel like some someone has to do it. Like someone yeah. has yeah, to sacrifice sure. their time and effort to do it. So like. <laughs> That could that could be you guys, but that's not me, and I'm happy with that. Like I literally cannot say I love you to anyone. Like seriously, like my true love language is just I think it's just like roasting people until they're borderline mad. Like I tough guess. love again. Like, 
exactly <laughs> like even when i receive a love letter from you guys i'm like oh thanks but let me like slap you or something instead <laughs> oh my god a cute slap yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, love that yeah i i used to be like that with my family a lot um because i think it's way too cheesy to say i love you when you're so close and like you're literally living with each mm. other and you see each other all the time um, but during the past year, for some reason, it has changed, and I always say, I love you to my family now, and I would literally be anxious if I end a conversation without saying it. That's so nice, though. I feel like you guys are much more mature than me in, like, communication skills, I guess. <laughs> but then, like, ever since as a kid, though, I've always said I love you to my parents, like, always, ever since literally birth till now. Mm. Oh, that's yeah. so cute. Yeah. I think that it's also quite cool that these love languages can change as you grow up and you go through different stages in life. Really? That's the first time I've heard of that. Because ever since I did a test to figure out what my love languages were, it has stayed the same. Oh, me too, actually. Well, not the same, but like the top three has always like stayed the same. Mm. Yeah? Okay, that's really interesting because... Well, maybe it's because I'm so unstable and indecisive in my love language <laughs> that it like literally changes every time I take the test. Like for example, <laughs> like physical touch has not been the most important to me um, until I've started my relationship right now. Mm. But maybe it's just because mm. I haven't had a lot of it in a long distance relationship that I've forgotten how much cuddles or just like even holding hands like means to me. Mm. Wow. Maybe I think it like... also depends on the relationship as well, though. For like sure. the yeah. nature of it. And it's yeah, like, maybe yeah. just, you just never know how much you're into it until you actually yeah. experience exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. True. Like, you don't know what you like until you actually have the opportunity to yeah. experience it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I understand the whole changing and, like, different answer every single time because that's me with my 16 personality mbti test thingy you know that mm. where it's like you show yeah. you know, introvertness extrovertness and all of that yeah that yeah. changes literally every single week for me yeah me too <laughs> me too not every week yeah. but like <laughs> it changed yeah <laughs> <laughs> i guess we're just unstable little creatures yeah oh yeah Aww. for sure <laughs> but possible new next podcast topic yeah, that would yeah. be an interesting that would topic. Be interesting, yeah. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Also, I've heard that love language are shaped by what we lacked as a child as well. That's really interesting. Um, I've never actually thought about it that way, but I guess I can see that. Mm, but it's not like always that exact case. It's really strange though, because my family has always been very high in physical touch. Like we hug, we hold hands in like our daily routine, but it's still my top and favorite one. Yeah, I think when you really think about it, it can go both ways. So like, um, from my perspective, if your parents have always shown their love through physical touch, I think it makes sense that you would crave that from other people when you're so used to it. Mm. But on another hand, if you lack that from your parents, you would also crave that from other people as well because you didn't have a chance to experience that before. Does that make any sense at all? <laughs> oh, yeah, it totally yeah, like, does. I see what you go- where you're coming sense. from. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And definitely our family and background shapes us way more than we actually know it. Yeah, it's it's a psychological thing, like how Freud's theory suggests our personality development takes place during childhood, even though it was a bit of a 
Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it imprints on us as we grow older as well. And if we have like unresolved issues as a child, you tend to bring that into adulthood as well. Mm, mm, yeah, that's really true. I could not agree more. So this week, we'll start off with our very first Q&A session. As we mentioned on the episode last week, we do take in questions from our audience. And you guys can follow us on Instagram because we'll have specific posts of each topic. And you will have a chance to write in your questions there our instagram is at adulting license or you can find more information in our description so the first question from our audience this week is do you think people with different love languages make a successful couple I 100% think couples should have different love languages. So, for example, if you have gift giving as number one and your partner has acts of service, it will complement each other really well, right? Mm. So you can help mm-hmm. take care of anniversaries, big celebrations, and your partner, they can show like show love in daily life actions. And you guys have like a somewhat balance in the relationship itself. Yeah, yeah. I think they couple like they don't necessarily need to have the same love languages for sure. It would definitely add a lot of spices and make the relationship more dynamic. Yeah, like opposites attract, right? Mm. Yeah, mm. like I think as long as we communicate about how we express our love and how we want to receive it, I think that's all that really matters. Like, it's normal for people to have different love languages, and it's just important to learn that about each other. That's so true. Um, Communication is key, and that applies to, you know, every situation. And I think it's great if you could let your partner know your love languages, and of course, ask for theirs as well. Definitely. And you can also take it as a chance to educate and learn more about your partner, Mm. which would bond you guys even more. Absolutely. And it's just, like, important to remember that love language alone does not constitute a successful relationship relationship like there are so many other factors that come into play as well Mm, yeah agreed okay so moving on to the next question what do you guys think if your partner refuses to learn your love languages wow these questions are so (laughs) spot on right i know Um, right okay (laughs) they're like very like 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 hitting very close to home right now yeah I think it's quite common though, like where people, they just don't understand or know the partner's love languages. Like personally, I didn't even know what love languages were until a year ago. But refusing to learn seems kind of, it's quite off to me, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Like, I personally think it can low-key be a red flag. Like, yeah. it mm. means that your partner doesn't care about how you want to be loved. And if they really love you... They would want you to know how you want to be taken care of and treat you right. Absolutely. Exactly. And you wouldn't feel like you're appreciated because you don't have your needs fulfilled at all. You mm. can keep that up for like a while, but in the long run, it gets very, very draining on your end to like constantly pretend that you're content in that relationship. Mm. Yeah, I, I wouldn't like it if my partner refused to learn my love languages as well. We should have added this to our list of red flags in episode one. This was actually... True. Yeah, <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> yeah, because... But it's okay, we learn as we go. Yeah, we do, we do. Um, and the list goes on. <laughs> exactly, it's never-ending. It's really yeah. never-ending. <laughs> it's never-ending, we're just adding it on. Um, and... This was actually a part of the reason why my ex and I broke up because um, towards the end of our relationship, I feel like he stopped giving me words of affirmation and it was emotionally exhausting for me to keep asking for it. 
um, and it made me feel unappreciated. And obviously, it wasn't the only thing, but I think it was definitely a major reason. Wow, yeah, and like words of affirmation can be just as simple as saying "I appreciate you" or like a little, you know, "good job" or something mm. like that. But it's yeah. really sad to hear that he couldn't not like he couldn't understand that for you. Yeah, I'm really sorry to hear that, but. Good for you that you left that because he clearly wasn't listening to you, and you don't deserve that. <laughs> yeah, <that's> exactly. <laughs> you deserve someone who you know who put out effort to like actually understand and like learn to understand your needs as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I know. That's okay though. We all grow from what we've been through. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways, our time is about to be up. It was such a fun topic to talk about, wasn't it? For sure, it was. <laughs> <laughs> and just like this week, we'll be having a Q and A session about a certain topic. Don't forget to send in your questions to our Instagram at Adulting License for our episode next week. Subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you can't catch our live broadcast. We'll drop a new episode every Sunday. So see you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you.